Please note that the topics, issues and areas discussed in this podcast may cause distress to some listeners, as well as the possible use of bad language. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, my name is Rachel. Uh, Welcome to Addressing the Elephant, the mental health podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us and thank you for helping create a space uh, to have conversations and normalise conversations about mental health. Before I kind of crack on into today's kind of shorter episode, it will be a shorter episode, I promise, based on the last few um, longer ones, I did want to catch into the fact that when I started this podcast I had an intention that it was going to be a space to provide information about uh, different aspects to do with mental health and that I was going to have conversations with people about mental health and I suppose I just wanted to address the fact that in the last few episodes like I've talked to people about their experience I you know did a couple of episodes with Sexual Health West I myself talked about like my experience with medication and such but I suppose I just wanted to acknowledge that yes I still intend to do um you know, some of the more factual and in inverted commas clinically podcasts. But I also think that it's important to keep as wide of a a spectrum as possible because there are so many different areas, reasons or issues um, that could come up for people in relation to their mental health. And by me minimizing it and just kind of pushing things away uh, because it doesn't apply to me is very dismissive or, you know, not inclusive. So I will continue to you know, have conversations with people for whatever reason they they wish to. Now, there will be um, a mental health kind of uh, underlying theme, but I'm just throwing it out there that not every um, episode is going to be very factually, clinically. It might be kind of more of a casual chat. But leading on from this, as I said, there are a lot of different issues and areas and reasons why people seek um, support for their mental health. And that will lead me in a lovely segue into what I want to chat about today. And that is, I think I may have mentioned it before on the podcast, but I, when I started The Green Elephant, I started it with an idea and a notion. And I had kind of reasons behind why I started it. And it was all about, you know, accessing services and accessing information for mental health. And three things that I had from this was that I felt the relationship between um, the person and their mental health professional could was like massive in relation to the progress someone could make. That cost is a big implication and that actually finding some of this information is very difficult. And it's yes, there's information out there, but it's quite difficult to find it. Um, so that was my notion. And every time I said that to people about, hey, this is why I'm thinking of starting the green elephant. People were like, yeah, that makes perfect, perfect sense. Um, but I felt that it was important that I had shall we say data to back up what I was saying Um, and so from this I decided I would draft up and release a survey and so I released the survey in I think about April of last year April of 2020 and it was available to respond to for about six or seven months I closed it then in October now to be honest I put a push on it at first and then I didn't really put a push on it during the summer and then I put a push on it then I was like okay I'm gonna give a good two months now to it and try and get some more responses so on the survey I closed it in October and I'm after analyzing the data and creating a, a bit of a report based on what came from the survey and um, that is available now it is available on my website it's available on social media if you want to go on to uh, www.thegreenelephant.ie you can download a copy of the pdf there i do have limited printed copies so if anyone would like a printed copy i would be happy to liaise with you and see if we can get one to you um i do have to say that eil ireland uh, based in cork they are an organization that i've been involved with personally for a couple of years but i applied for one of their seed fund grants to help support 
kind of the work behind this survey because by no stretch of the imagination I'd say there's a good 100 hours worth of work gone into both the survey the analysis um, and then the report and then I printed some so EIL were very good and they gave me a bit of a seed fund and so with that I printed some copies and I am very thankful for them uh, to support that to support the project and I just wanted to say that here um but yeah so essentially the survey was around assessing the need for and the use of mental health services in Ireland and I'm not going to go into all the all the findings and all the things that came out of the survey you know you can read the report for that but I'm going to kind of tip along and kind of explain what was the main areas and kind of the different uh, paths that people took so in terms of demographics I had about 900 people respond to the survey I think it was uh, 899 so we'll just round it to 900 <laughs> I, I didn't round it to 900 in the survey it's just instead of me saying 899 every single time I'll say 900 but 900 people responded to the survey and that was overwhelming. I didn't expect that many people to respond to it, but I'm super thankful that they did. But in terms of what people were asked when they went into the survey, basically they're asked some quick demographic uh, questions about, you know, age profiles and such like that. But then there were different paths that people could be taken down depending on what they answered. So, for example, everyone was asked the question, um, have you ever thought about accessing services for your mental health? And in the survey, I explained what the term services would mean throughout the survey. Uh, so have you ever thought about accessing services? Yes or no. And then following on from that answer, you were then asked, if you have thought about accessing services, have you accessed them? Yes, no, or not applicable. Um, so for those who said no, they hadn't thought about it, then they could then select not applicable. So in terms of people that had thought about accessing supports for their mental health, like 79.3% of people had thought about accessing support for their mental health. So four in five people who responded on the survey had thought about it. Um, and that's massive in terms of like there. I don't know if you're aware of the World Health Organization statistic of one in four people will struggle with their mental health at some point in their life. Like the, the, the ratio of people who responded to this survey is four in five um, had thought about accessing support. Um, now, I know they're, they're different marking because not everyone who's struggling will seek support for their mental health. People seek mental health support for a lot of different reasons like it came up that people were seeking to support a loved one or uh, for personal development reasons or other reasons that it was kind of came up through it but yeah so 79.3 percent of people had thought about it and then the percentage of people who had thought about it who had then gone on to access support was 57 and a half percent of the overall group the whole demographic had gone on to access support 22% had said they had not done it, um, even if they thought about it. And then you had your uh, 20, about 21% of people who had said not applicable because they hadn't thought about it in the first place. So basically, depending on what people said, if they had said, yes, I've thought about it. Yes, I've done it. Or yes, I've accessed supports. They were sent down a path that asked them about their experience of mental health services if people had said yes I've thought about it but no I haven't accessed it people were asked about maybe some of the reasons why they had not accessed these supports for their mental health and if people said no I hadn't thought about it and it's not applicable to me and um, they were asked about maybe what sort of barriers do they perceive for others so it goes through a couple of different questions in a couple of different areas asking people kind of if you said yes and yes it's um, how long did you access services what sort of services did you access uh, give a rating on these services and so on and so forth and then the other ones were why hadn't you and barriers and then regardless of what section people had gone that way everyone was then asked what are some issues areas or reasons which they see that people might seek to access support for their mental health or which they themselves have access support for their mental health 
And I whittled that down to about 30. I think I gave 30 options. And even at that, it was very difficult for me to whittle it down to 30. You might be listening and saying, what the heck, 30? That's so many. But it actually took me quite a while to whittle it down to 30. And so every single one of the 30 options I provided was selected more than once. I think the the lowest amount was, I think, 5% of the demographic had said it was applicable to them. Um, But then... There was about 40 additional, 40 to 50 additional areas which were added by participants as reasons that they had or would seek support for their mental health. Now, they could be grouped into themes like there was um, a couple of family related things that could be grouped into into um, family issues. There were different specific types of uh, disorders or things that hadn't fallen under a different category that people identified. But to have 40 or 50 people add additional things to what I had already given of 30 options it's it's a lot it's a lot and it shows how widespread the reasons that people seek support for their mental health are so yeah that was essentially what I was asking people and then an extra section arose um so basically I asked people if they had any additional comments that wasn't covered in the survey please put it in the additional comments and actually there was a lot of themes that came up for you know service improvement accessing services there was a couple of themes that came up through um I think I had over 200 comments additionally added into the survey responses um so I I put that into a section and I addressed the different additional comments that were made and so that's in the survey as well and that kind of goes through uh there's three different sections I assigned it into which is accessing services staff and services and service improvements so that's all kind of there and then it goes into you know key point summary and some take forwards um, action so basically what the green elephant is striving to do and referencing kind of sharing the vision and stuff like that which is the current um, mental health policy uh, in Ireland so essentially that's what the survey is I should have said this at the start but first of all if you are someone who responded on my survey or you know someone who responded on my survey or even if you read this or even if you listen to this podcast thank you so much for supporting it and um, because you know it, it's important for me to to have this information to to validate what I'm trying to do and help me see do I need to change the path of what I'm trying to do with the green elephant but also it's important for me to provide and create a space for people to have their voices heard and I hope that this report kind of sheds a little bit of light on the experience of people either accessing or not accessing supports for their mental health and why they might or might not do that. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of the survey I'm just going to as I said I just gave you a quick summary of it um, but it is available as I said on my website at www.thegreenelephant.ie it is uh, available there would have been posts made recently on my social medias so that is uh, at thegreenelephant.ie on Facebook and Instagram and Green Elephant MH for mental health on Twitter Um, so it is there it is available if you want to printed copy as I said I do have limited ones available so if you email me I can try and see if I can get it out to you um, or if you have any questions you want to chat to me about the work that I do in the green elephant anything in the report um, or if you want to have a chat on the podcast please do reach out as I said on any of those mediums um, but thank you for joining thank you for continuing to come back and you know listen to me ramble but also help us in normalizing um, a space for mental health and normalizing these conversations about mental health I have a lot more projects and exciting stuff in the works in the green elephant that I hopefully will make more podcasts about but I will continue on with these podcasts as well yeah thank you so much for your support and I'll chat you next time address the elephant in the room your mental health matters